Evening, folks. Good evening, morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. This is Variety Sports Network, and this is Football from Across the Pond. Joined as always, Johnny with us. Good evening, Johnny. How are you doing, uh, Chief? We got Craigie, the Craigie, all fully kitted out and he's fully head to toe Green Bay kit today. Always, always, Gary. How are you? Not too bad. Good to see you, buddy. And I see Sam's representing the Rams nicely this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd be wearing bandages if you were representing the Rams this week, though. I think so. Yeah, I think I think I'd be. Well, that is probably uh, the right thing to wear at the moment. I've got, yeah. I've got, I've got a uh, a tissue by the side of me. Maybe that's uh, probably <laughs> the best representing. Best represents how you're feeling about it. Yeah. But Craig, I mean, we're going to have to go back to you. Last week we were talking about where the Packers are, where you're looking and stuff. And you know, you were talking about the potential change under centre after the bye week and stuff. So you called it early. I mean, it might have been a week earlier than we were expecting, but he's in. <laughs> <laughs> we've got you, we've got your boy in. I mean, Love how are you feeling? It's your buzz. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was from injury that one, wasn't it? I called it. I did. I said we're going to see Love and out of him, but um, I still say that after the bye week, he's going to be his team after the bye week. Um, whether it's the last we'll see Rodgers or not, who knows? But um, I think we're going to see Love this year, and I'm looking forward to doing so. To be honest with you. He did still look okay once he came on the field. You know, he certainly sparked a bit, didn't he? It, it looked pretty good to me, you know. It was uh, the, the touchdown pass to Watson was a great mm. pass. Found them very well and off, off Watson went to the races. So, you know, it's it didn't look as bad as I thought it was going to look. So, you know, you know. Mm. I mean, the, the thing with him is, you know, you don't know what he's going to look like, do you? Because you haven't seen him. You haven't had the chance to um, see anything about him. So... I guess you've got to, in a weird way, got to hope that the injury is enough to give him a run. Or do you think oh. it's? Do you think it's already going to? He's already called it. He's going to be the starter next week. Or I, I mean, I think if if Rogers is fit for Sunday, he's going to play against the Bears. I thought the bye week was this week. To be honest with you, we're going into the Bears next the week after. So I, I got that mixed up last week, but. Um, hmm. I very much believe that if Rogers is fit this week, he'll play. But I think he'll tap himself out after that, you know, the playoffs are a full-on hope now, so I think we'll see love after the after the bye week and uh, he'll see out the season. Whether it's the yeah. last of Rodgers or not, we'll see, but um, I certainly think they have to see what we've got with love because he's 50-year options coming up. Yeah, you're in a similar situation to the 49ers, aren't you? You know, you've had this rookie guy, he's never had a chance to run, he's never had a chance to play, you don't know what you've got and he's coming up for his contract year and if you don't make the decision now, what do you do? You know, I know you're stuck with Rogers next year, basically, because he's got however many millions guaranteed, sixty odd million guaranteed for next year if he yeah. sticks around. So, but then you know, as you say, you're in that just awkward decision because if you don't pick up Love next year and you don't pick up his option, what you're taking back a punt, in the, you're punting you know, back to square one, taking a punt in a draft in the hope that you can, you know, get a decent draft pick or something. So. Yeah, it's an interesting, yeah. interesting couple of weeks coming up. Well, I, I very much is, and it's, I think it's one of those ones. If we if we go with love in the last four games, and we, we absolutely bomb and we lose all four of them, and we end up end the season, you know, kind of five and twelve, or you know, four and thirteen. If that's how we end the season, and we've got kind of early, early draft pick, 
I, I think that you're more likely to see Rogers hang about for that because you know you'll think early draft pick, early round pick, early pick every round. We might have a chance of doing something again next year, so that might help Rogers stick around. So maybe we want to win a few of these last games. <laughs> so, uh, it's like you don't want to win too, don't want to win too many, but you want to win enough for him to go. Eh, not yeah. really worth hanging around. So it's a, a, a balancing act. That's pretty much where I'm sitting at the moment. I can't. I've got. I've got to be honest about it. You know, I've just had enough of the the nonsense, the off the field nonsense now, Gary. You know, it's, it's it overtakes every single season. And I know he's been brilliant. But it's just, it's getting too much now, you know. It's He's clearly not exactly the most liked person in the dressing room either, and that goes a long way. And I think you're right, you know, as you say, every every year, every off-season, you get the, the Rogers drama of, will he, won't he, is he being traded, is he going somewhere else, or is there some other toys at the pram moment that he's had a whatever. It's, you know, the locker room, even, you know, as fans, you're getting fed up with it, so how, how are the rest of your locker room feeling about it as well so another year of that can you really put up with that can it really be worth it that's exactly it but the problem we had the problem in green bay packers have is it's not up to us it's that you know the contract <laughs> that we've got with rogers it's completely up to him if he's coming if he wants to if he wants to come back then he's due 60 million and he's coming back and that's that's just the way it is but you're not be an expensive you, bench warmer couldn't he do you not can you not play aaron Rodgers? i don't think you can do that yeah. I think, I, I think it, it would be be a brave head coach if uh, they decided to, to bench Aaron Rodgers and went with very much so. But I do think if he comes back, it will be the, the you know it will be the last ride, and everyone will know it's the last ride. This is that last year. Yeah. Let's go see what we can do. You've got some early ass packs, you know, and uh, go, go and see what you can do and see if you can win one last one before you go. It would be interesting, I suppose, from a a trade and what the free agency and whatever else they would do would. Would the Packers, as an organisation, go right one last hurrah year and go and try and get Rogers a few, you know, stars around him just to go you know, much like the Rams did, you know, one, you know, go big, go home type thing. Let's have one big year. It'd be interesting to see if they went out and shopped around big. It's. I, I would be surprised that. Uh, I mean, to, we really, we really would need to, to be honest. I mean, the defence is. I thought this. I thought going into this season, our defense was really quite strong. I really did. I mean, did you see that second t- the, the touchdown that uh, Philadelphia scored just at the start of the second quarter? It was just from like the one yard line, but there was no point in us even lining up there for all that we did to try and stop them. I mean, it was almost a gimme, wasn't it? It's was literally a gimme. Yeah. Like, you know, that's why even there if you're not going to at least try and stop them. <laughs> You know, the defence has got a lot of problems as well, which took me by surprise this year, but yeah. So, that's uh, that's your quick wrap. I know you're feeling well. How are you feeling about going into the Bears game, though? Do you think it's because it's the Bears, you've, you've had their number? <laughs> you would but... like to think so. I mean, it, it's the Bears, you know. Would I be surprised if we lost it? Honestly, No. <laughs> very disappointed, but I would not be surprised. I thought if we lose this game, I'm not sure we'll win again this season. So, you know, with four wins on the board, we might be up what first pack, second pack, you know. There's not many that are doing awful, awful. So it's not many worse than that. The be It'd be about time we got an early pack. Yeah. Speaking of teams doing worse than the bear the, the packers, <laughs> I thought I had, to, I had to I had to 
this 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 had to almost sum, sum up your season in one clip. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, for my personally, I had to love the fact that the player was wearing forty nine. It's a little bit extra touch from my side, <laughs> but it was just you know the the classic of this. You can, you know, your head coach getting concussed by your own player on yeah. the side by a by a rookie as well. It's even better. Yeah, it was did, it was did, something special, but it was a bit it was a bit extra, wasn't it? But uh, I mean, it it, it kind of does sum up the kind of injuries that you're at. You're being decimated by it at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, we've now we've now obviously lost uh, um, Donald Aaron Donald well. for yeah. potentially for the year. We don't know if it's going to be for the year, but he's got a high ankle sprain, so you know that could be him. I mean, we could just shut him down for the year. I don't see the point in potentially risking a high, a much more serious injury. Um, obviously, there's talks that we're going to shut down Stafford, mm-hmm. you know, so. I was, and Alan Robinson's now out for the season, so we're down to yeah. wide receiver oh, literally three, bare bones, aren't you? Mm. Yeah, we're down to wide receiver three, four, and five. We're down to QB three. We're down to. Uh, I think this will be the if if we manage to get a, the O line out this week, it'll be the first time we've got an O line out in twelve weeks um, that isn't a different makeup from the previous eleven weeks. Um, so, yeah, it's. <laughs> but we only we only kept the Chiefs to one touchdown, so. <laughs> so there's <laughs> got to be a pl- there's silver linings or gold. Yeah, linings, and, and, and one thing I I obviously said to you guys is I, I did want to. I mean, there's obviously a lot of bad with the Rams at the moment, but I wanted to bring out the, some elements of the good. Bryce Perkins had a great drive for the touchdown, um, and you know. To see he him seems to have found a running game in the last couple of weeks as well. Yeah, I mean, we've this two two weeks in a row we've run, we've run for over a hundred, rushed for over a hundred yards. Um, Kyron Williams seems to be stepping up. I think he's he's down as RB one for this week. So mm-hmm. you know, I think we're and to be honest, going into the Seahawks match, I think actually having a rushing game is probably going to actually benefit us um, because it's it's probably their weakest area. Yeah, um, you so of, you can definitely get after the Seahawks on the run. So yeah, uh, so I mean, if, and and the, I mean, Perkins is a, um, a quite a versatile runner with the ball as well. So if we can get him out of the pocket, you know, get some deep balls down to Van Jefferson, get Skoranek involved, get you know all elements of the of the offense involved, and just it's time to experiment. We're we're, we're not going to get anywhere probably better than you know i think probably six and what six and 11 is probably the best i think we're probably going to get now this year so now's the time to experiment and give those rookies uh and those sort of fringe players a, a fringe. chance to play and prove themselves yeah. before we you say there's certainly no yeah there's certainly no point bringing back Donald, I can't see why would you if you know your season's done and dusted now. Really, there's yeah. nothing you're playing for. Why bring him back for it uh, last week or two just to potentially, you know, make it worse for next year? That would be pointless. Uh, yeah. And if and if Stafford's in that issue, you know, with the injury arm, is it was that elbow ever really right? The concussion and everything else. I mean, yeah. do you think there's a chance that he might just call it a day? Um. I mean, there's every possibility he will, but I mean, he's, he's he obviously won the ring with us in the first year. 
does he really want to go out on a second year? I've been having such a bad season. If we can get him some O, get him some O linemen that might you know benefit him. I think you know it shows that the, I think the rushing game has obviously massively improved this year towards the end of this year. That's a positive. Mm. Pup coming back would be a big positive if we can finally get you know Robinson, well either trade Robinson or or get him into the into the team a bit more. I think we've got some good other young wide receivers. I think you know there's nothing to there's there's enough there. I think to to keep tempting back, tempted come back. Yeah. Well, but, this is, do you know what? Much like you were saying with Craig that you know Rogers's contract next year is guaranteed for however many stupid amounts of money. Is is Stafford on a guaranteed next year as well? Um, I believe so, but certainly not to the level that that Rogers is. I know we. Hmm. I think his contract runs out twenty twenty four. I think so. Does. I think Cups runs out in twenty twenty. No, they've all signed. Cups runs out three years late, two years later, so twenty six. I think Donald's is twenty six. So yeah, I, th- I mean, any I'm, fear that Donald will retire, Sam? I mean, he was t- thinking about it after the Super Bowl last year, and McVay too. You know, the the commentary box is calling McVay's name all the time. And you think there's yeah. any- uh, easy money from Amazon, isn't it? There's a lot of money sloshing around for punditry and commentary. So, I I think if if they decided to go, they won't be remembered for the Super Bowl win. They'll be remembered for this season. Yeah. And I don't think any of them want that. I think they would rather come back, make a, a make a, a you know a concerted push next year, and then potentially go. I think yeah. I can't see because you know it it would be a a much better story, especially for all of them, to you know have win the Super Bowl, have the worst year ever of a Super Bowl team. And then come back and either win it yeah, again. Donald wouldn't like that. Like, no, they don't want to go out on that. That's not that's not the record year they wanted to go in out on, is it? No. So I think yeah. I think you know, knowing who they are as individuals and knowing who McVeigh is as a person, I think he'll say to them, "Look, we all need to come back next year. We all need to push and we all need to sort it out." Because I think there's a lot of people that are looking at the Rams and thinking, you know. You've bought that Super Bowl ring, and now it's you're screwed for the next 10, 15 years. And there's, I think, yeah, there's a there's a lot of bitterness. There's a lot of karma has come back to bite you. There's a lot of people going, "Ah, oh, this is what happens when you buy your way to the success and whatever else." So I yeah. don't think, as you say, those players don't want to be, I say, tarnished with it because they're all great players and they have a Super Bowl ring and stuff like that. You know, there's a number there where, you know, you yeah. certainly expect Donald to be first ballot Hall of Famer, but will they want to go out with that sort of slight tarnish to their reputation probably not i think they're all going to come back as you say there's enough from even from our side of even from me you'd you think there's enough momentum there's enough things to tell those guys about how bad this year was to mm. give to you know to give them enough motivation to come back to prove that it's not a, a, you know flash in a pan one year wonder yeah and don't get me wrong i mean obviously having that first that losing that obviously not having that first round pick is especially if we are going to be sort of potentially top well likely to be top 10 pick mm-hmm. it's not great but then you've got to think well you're looking at a top 10 second round third round yeah. and it's 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 it i think it's understated how important in a draft in the draft that those picks can be um and i mean even a, a low a high second 
you could potentially trade up and get a sneaky first and mm. you know pick up a player that you may not have picked up in the second. So I think there's there's grounds for, you know, yes, it's not ideal that we don't have a first. Is there the potential that we could maybe trade someone like Ramsey for a first? You know, mm. he hasn't looked exactly great this year, but he is still I think a pro he's still a pro bowler. He's still a potential yeah, teams, bowler, teams will still give stuff up for him, but will they give up? Yeah, asking so, you know, there is, I think there is the option that we could look to, to potentially trade a few. I know there's a lot of ramblings at the moment of Rams fans wanting Alan Robinson gone, wanting Van Jefferson gone. Um, Rams Surely you'd want them actually on the field rather than gone because you haven't yeah, seen him. Yeah, I, I think the problem with, with, with Robinson is people don't, people, I think we were, we were quite, we were treated well when, when Cup and Woods were there, that when Cup wasn't great. Woods would step in, yeah, and really. Robinson you know, wasn't. Robinson's not been able to do that, and I think that's pure. I mean, for me, it's purely an O line issue. But I think if if you can get a fit O line, you can get a couple of you know top O line players into that team. Maybe sort of look at drafting a few you know other in other positions. I, st- I still, I mean, if Bryce Perkins can prove himself, I think you know he's a capable number two. And you know, just add a bit more depth and and grit to that O line. I think would be you know, I don't see why we couldn't go back and do something like what we did, you know, last before, season. So, just, so you certainly you know, wouldn't expect it to do the same as this year. This you'd hope would be an anomaly and a, a one-off, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I think we've. It's been one of those seasons where, if you want something to go wrong it goes wrong and then everything just falls apart around it and that's all that's happened i mean it like you say it pretty much typifies the fact that we've got so many injuries and then mcveigh gets absolutely clattered by a rookie wearing the 49 jersey you know it, it just, it's it really does sort of sum up what the rams have been through but yeah i i've i've no, i mean i have no worries for next year if we can if we can draft well get get the o line fit get a couple of you know Maybe something I would probably say maybe a an elite left tackle. I think you could be looking at you know a good another good season. Maybe not a winner, winnable season. Maybe not a Super Bowl, but you know in and around back on track sort of thing. Silver linings too, Sam for uh, McVeigh and the back office staff. If the Lions win a Super Bowl in the next five years, they'll be on a promise of a ring, surely. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it must be. I mean, the, the Lions at the moment are sitting pretty, aren't they? Because they've got your first round pick, and your first round pick now is looking pretty tasty. Yeah. I mean, top five packs for the Lions. <laughs> I mean, a lot, a lot of people have, have, again have been very sort of obviously commenting very much on the fact that this trade has now flipped in terms of it's made it. It, it the trade has worked out for the Lions better than it has the Rams. But my my argument to that is. We got a ring out of it. The Super Bowl. Well, you got what you wanted. You got a ring. Exactly. Yeah. You get the Super Bowl. That far outweighs the potential kind of first round, second round, and whatever else. Because we yeah. all know that how many first rounders really hit the mark. How many really give you what you want? And realistically, who are they going to pick? I mean, who are they going to be looking at in terms of picking up? I think there's this. There's a massive talk that they're going to replace Goff anyway. So. I mean, it's the ring is special. So at the end of the day, the ring is a special thing. There's teams out there that have never won one, you know. So mm-hmm. 
the ring is spe- it's, I, I still say the Rams won out the deal because we got a ring. You don't really know right now, though, because you know if the Lions go and get a ring in the next five years, then they've won out of it too. But the Rams definitely won out the deal. They got themselves yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, and did it in the first year of trading away for, for Stafford. I mean, yeah. you couldn't have asked for anything better. So, it's, yeah. It's, you, you, you get the instant response, and then you? you get you proof of the pudding and such. You know, yeah, yeah, everyone shouted and complained about it. But hey, at the end of the day, who sat there in the Super Bowl champions? Well, they ran. I mean, yeah. done dusted. It doesn't matter who, who the, the Detroit Lions eventually get two, three years down the line and the potential that that first rounder may or may not have and may or may not become whatever it's all that ifs buts and maybes they can never take away the fact that you now have two rings you now were and you were a super bowl champion it's there yeah. it's done it's awesome. so, and i mean that, Johnny, that to me is, is what is the, the that's the most important thing is the fact that uh-huh. it doesn't matter how how well the, the lines do now for me we've won out of that trade so yeah you want to rank always johnny definitely how are you feeling, yeah. mate? You've, you're on a bit of a bit of a slippery slope with the Giants. You're in that you're in a horrible sort of running as well, aren't you? You, had, you didn't do too well against the Cowboys over Thanksgiving. You got a bit of a, a no. A well, well, we're the good to, first to, half, but hmm. I'm still not too sure about going for it. And you're into your own half on fourth down, and you could pin them away back in their own twenty and make them work for it. Because after that, it's got twenty-one points unanswered, and it just yeah, it seemed it was a bit of a momentum shift, wasn't it? You know, they can't just punt the ball away because the defense was doing well against them and they were making them work for it. Instead of giving them a 40 yard, they could have got a night yard drive and they would have scored 14 points instead of 21 points, and it would have been a lot for themselves. So, yeah, it was a bit of a strange, but again, if it works off, it's a genius. But when you're not playing that great as it is anyway, like you're better just punting the ball away. So you've got to play safety. You got to play the safe numbers, yeah. don't you? At that sort of occasion, and but, you know. They'll, they'll have, like you say, they'll have a tough game against Washington because Heineke is not playing great, like, but their defense is stepping up a bit and mm. they're finding ways to win. Yeah, their their defense seems to have really stepped up over the last sort of mm. three, four, well, two or three games, really. Yeah, I was playing with back either. So. But yeah, so it'll be a it'll be a tough game. And then when uh, you, your running's not looking so great either, is it? You've got well, no, we've got Washington few... twice. We've got the Eagles twice, Minnesota, and the Colts. So, no, it's yeah, not a good cut. running. But let's say mm. um, it's it's been a great season. Okay, we've got seven wins. I was only expecting four or so to start the year. So it's just a, it's a bonus. And beating the Packers when we were at the games even better. Like, so. Yeah. So you got Sorry, you got the highlights. Yeah, couldn't couldn't let it go. I don't blame yeah, you for getting I, that. I got I got my my, my third trip to see the Giants in the third one, so I can't I can't really mm-hmm. lucky lucky like, lucky. You must be the lucky mascot then. You should turn up to every game. They probably want you. And I'm sure given sure, boss, chance, you be would. too happy like when you say but boss, no, you it's mean, like Mrs. Got, no, no, no. Well, the Mrs. and my boss, boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I work weekends. But, but no, the, it's. It's been a great season, and like I could easily, we'd easily lose every game to the end of the season, but we still had a good season, better than what we expected. I mean, we'll probably have, we'll probably have to keep Jones next year. Can't even have a doctor the fifth year option. Have to pay him something. Yeah, and they might think, franchise tag Barkley, but I think you're going to have to try and draft a couple of wide receivers. <laughs> oh, Somebody yeah. who can Just catch the ball. 
I was, maybe, I was we can, maybe we can trade uh, Robinson for Gallaudet and you can have him. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, well, he might be like Tony and start catching the ball, like, you know what I mean? He gets yeah, the field and actually catching the bloody thing. I mean, I was watching, um, it was a like a podcast that um, OC and uh, Jason Bell were doing, and they were talking, obviously, about the big Dallas Giants match, you know, mm. the OBJ match, I suppose, is how they were referring to it as. And it was quite interesting. They were talking about it. It was saying that, I mean, it's likely that, that Dallas will he'll go to Dallas. I mean, obviously, whatever's happened with the aeroplane issue, but the, they were saying that da Dallas Cowboys don't need OBJ. They want OBJ, yeah. whereas the Giants need OBJ. And they need OBJ for this year. And then, yeah. well, a, lot of fans, a lot of fans don't actually want OBJ, though. Don't want him back. The way he left. Because of mm. Yeah, okay, I mean, so I'd love to have him back. I thought he was a brilliant player, but I think the but yeah, for me, I think bills, so. it's it's his. At the, I mean, at the end of the day, it'll be his decision. But it, the way they were putting it out is, do you want? Does he want to win? Does he simply just want to win a ring, another ring, and just be that? You know, this new wide receiver who just goes around and picks up rings wherever he can, or does he want to yeah. set a legacy for his name? And you know, you know, go somewhere like the go back to the Giants, re-establish his name there, you know, and have that story about him where he can, you know, rejuvenate. Yeah, he left. He left, on, he left on bad terms. He, they've got they've got a decent enough QB who can throw to him. They've got a star running back. They've got a decent. I mean, an, a, a decent defensive line. I think you, if he goes back there, it, it could be a. A nice love, a nice story to sort of to go with. If he goes back in, as you say, it would help, it would help in the running. Yeah, yeah. A big, that's a big if, though, because the flip side of that is OBJ is OBJ. You know, I'm I'm not saying he's much like he, he's AJ Brown, but he's out of that mold. And in the well, New York, I think he's actually he has matured a lot since he was at the Giants. Ken, Ken, he's not as crazy as he was. Ken, he really goes, but. Not like getting arrested oh. on planes, for example. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, mean, uh, I, I was quite football player, that thing, like, I mean, mm, sounds I, like it, isn't it? I was quite surprised about the whole um, because obviously, before he joined the Rams, there was a lot of noise about how he was, you know, obviously, all the issues with his dad and, and all of that, and how he was a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a correct, well, not a crazy character, but you know, a difficult person. Yeah, every time you watched him on like the Rams sideline or, you know, in the dressing room, he was very quiet. Like he never seemed to, he didn't seem like he was in with like, you know, Cup and that. He, he played his games and that. But he never seemed, I don't know, like he was any trouble. And that was to be like firecracker, look out the guy yeah, on the sideline. Like, like he used to be, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely. He just seemed to be like, he was getting on with his job. He was, you know, and just, calm he, he looked calm okay. i think that was probably the, and I, I think from my perspective not obviously not watching the nfl probably as long as as you guys i didn't get the 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 noise around him in terms didn't of the, didn't get know. the difficult character difficult aspect yeah things were, things were going Maybe well had... so much the thing things were going well yeah. <laughs> because yeah they throwing it to him they were using him imagine what he would have been like this year you know <laughs> yeah well, well, well I if think you're having a spare go with the kicking net again. 
and you know what the Giants are like, it can easily swing the other way very, very quickly, you know. And if he take if he goes to the Giants, it is a building process still at the Giants or not. The article well, yet, think, you know. But I think he is looking for a couple of year contract. He's not looking like for a year. Mm. So it all depends on the thing that Dallas are looking at just like a two, three know. year contract. Right. If you go to the Giants, it's what like a three year contract just to basically finish up with the Giants. But whether they want to give him that. I can't imagine. I mean, like say Dallas, I think Dallas will want him till the end of the year and that's it. Because yeah, they, just want they, don't, they don't need him after that. And and yeah. that's that's the trouble he's going to fall into. He's either going to become that single year Generally guy who just joins turns the up trophy. mercenary, get a trophy and, and go again, doesn't yeah, build the or, team around him. Or he becomes, you know, almost like a towards the end of his career franchise wide receiver, the star man sort of thing. Mm. But then again, you've got to work it out. I mean, he's 30 now, coming off of a pretty bad knee injury. What's well, he going to be like? Yeah. He's had a couple now. Yeah. He's not going to be, he may not be the OBJ of old. He may not be capable of some of the stuff that maybe with the, you know, the slightly blue tinted glasses you're wearing there, Johnny, from when his first time around the, the Giants or, you know, wherever he was pretty good for the Rams. He may not be able to do that anymore. Who knows? I mean, yeah. it could be all of this noise and, you know, he's, could be very good PR from the OBJ camp just to drum up everybody, you know, all these teams who want him and you know they're winning. They're gonna he's gonna take her take the teams to the ring and to the big one. You might know, turn up and be absolutely stink. Well, obviously the one right thing if he signs for Dallas just to the end of the year, we won't have to play against him again probably. No, no, there is that plus point. See, it's always a silver lining. Like... <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a silver lining. But, I knew you could find one somewhere. But then. You know, I think the Bills are maybe trying to get him as well, like because obviously they might want an extra receiver. But, you know, they've got plenty already, but they'll be they'll be wanting them to the end of the year to try and get them. Yeah. Just, a all, all, just to elevate them up, isn't it? Mm. All those teams that are that are wanting him, that are wanting him, apart from maybe the Giants, it's all a single year contract. They they need him yeah. to sort of, you know, be that star third receiver to get them over the line. He's not. They're not looking at him thinking. He's going to be the new wide receiver, like wide receiver too, because yeah. I mean, not building wide receivers around them, are they? No, the Bills have obviously Diggs as their number one. They have Gabe Davis, who has been really good as number two, and even Isaiah McKenzie has been really good at wide receiver three. So, you know, if if you're going to bring him in, he's going to be someone to come in and bring in for special plays, and you know, be that sort of other special player. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, he could decide. I mean. He, if he really wants to, he could always wait a year and join the Rams again. <laughs> it sounded a bit desperation there from you, Sam, to be honest. It sounded, we, sounded like a vain hope on well, your side there. He's, he's not coming well, back. Well, he could say for Dallas, get fit again, then join the Rams after the season. Yeah. I was just, pretty just annoyed last again. I, I genuinely thought we were going to pull the trigger for him. You know, I thought we were, I thought we were finally going to sign one. I, anyway. I think the only reason we got him was Von Miller. Von Miller did his magic on 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 him, and yeah, you know, straight away we you picked think, up those two to go. It was one after the other, wasn't it? It was, or did you get them both in the same sort of week or something? We you? got we got Von Miller, and then we I think we we just signed OBJ, and then Robert Woods uh, went down with his his exactly. career, well, his season-ending injury. So it kind of we kind of had to pull the trigger at that point. So. Yeah, it kind of worked out for the best in a way. 
and now he's. I wonder. I wonder if it's the the Von Miller side in Buffalo now that it's kind of giving that Buffalo rumor some legs because it happened before. Do you reckon it's kind of happening again? Is that just lazy rumor journalism, or is that actually some? Is there something in it? It'd be interesting to. And I suppose in one way it'd, it'd be nice for it to be done as well because we're getting into December now, we're getting into you know the nitty gritty of football season, and it's kind of will he, won't he, where will he go? Story is a bit. I won't say it's distracting for some teams, but it can start to get a bit like, you know, just want to get into the football. You just want to start talking about what's happening on the field, not all the noise off the field. Although this week, let's be honest, most of the talk is going to be about somebody returning to the field after all of the off-field issues that he's gone through. So that's going to be an interesting story. And and against his old team. And against his old team, who are absolutely stinking up the the league at the moment. So will he come back and... Yeah, they. Yeah, you, you've got to hope that they want to go out and smack him in the face and, and put him in the ground a bit. Mm. But and and you know, as you say, most most of the rest of the NFL probably feel the same sort of way. But will it be the the returning messiah for the the Browns? Will it be the chance for them to push on because they're not fully out of the picture yet? They've kind of hung around enough to be sort of in the picture. So. I think they have an outside chance, don't they? But have they not got quite a hard running after this game? I'm pretty sure the running after this game is not the easiest running for somebody coming back after two years. Mm. So it's not who, looked, who, who also this in the preseason looked like he forgot how to play football. Well, this is yeah. the thing as well. He, he's coming off two years of not being involved in, you know, mm-hmm. full, full, you know, full hundred percent speed NFL football. And I, I mean, look at what you know. It's. It's not easy coming when you see these players coming back from ACLs and that who are out for you know a year and that how difficult it is for them to get into up to speed. Imagine what it's going to be like having two years out. It is. I think it, people are going to be surprised that it's it's going to be the same with with Calvin Ridley. I think it's going to be an interesting time when he comes back as to whether he manages to you know just fill slot back in and go again. Yeah, but I mean. I think the Browns have got, well, I mean, they've got no choice. He has to walk into the starting position with the money yeah. that guaranteed where he's on. So, you know, it's going to be, shall we say, the atmosphere is going to be pretty toxic in that game, I should imagine. Is it, is at, Houston or is it, say, at, is it at Houston? I think it's at Cleveland. I've got no, a feeling it might be. Yeah, I think it's in Cleveland. I think it's Houston at, I think it's the Texans at the Browns, isn't it? I think. It, for the Browns, I don't even think the Browns will be looking at this year now. I think they're looking and they're saying, look, you know, six games, blow off the cobwebs, find your find your you again. Oh, no. The game's in Houston. Oh. in Houston. So it's in Houston. Oh. Oh. So that's so, yeah, that yeah, going to be a really rough environment to come into. That'll well. be loud. Yeah. Mm. Toxic. And there'll be, there'll yeah. be, I should imagine there'll be some interesting signage in the crowd. Mm. Be worth it just to watch that. Do you, you hope that it'd be some amusing sort of t- massage tables being brought as <laughs> wind up and stuff? But yeah, I mean that's interesting. That you know, it's almost like a forgotten story with the football's kind of taken over for the last ten or twelve weeks. But now suddenly it's like, oh, oh, that's back happening again. Now. It's back. Yeah. It's coming. It's here. It's you know, it was always when it first came out. It was twelve weeks, and that means that you know he returns to the Texans game. I remember when it happened now, you know, it was like, oh, it had to be the Texans he came back against. Mm. And, and then it just got forgotten about with all the other stories and the ins and outs. But then, you know, now it's here and it's be difficult to ignore it. And as you say, it's going to be one loud environment in Houston, even, even though the Texans are playing 
It's just not very good football, but you expect them to turn up for this one, right? Mm. But if they if they don't turn up for this one, then they're not going to win again this season. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, now, I'm not saying they have to go out. They want to go out and win the game, but it can't be a blowout or anything silly like that. Yeah. It's, I think that's bye bye everyone in the tech. You know, cheery bye. A lot would have to go, wouldn't it? You'd have to clean house if that's. I mean, they're bad enough right now, but if they don't even bother with that one, then you've got to think there's there's something deeply rooted, problematic there that might have to need a full shift. It's, uh, I mean, they, they really have slipped in the last kind of three, four, five years that the Texans, you know, they, they were always a kind of stable up at the doing really well, especially, you know, when they got watched in these younger years. They, they were right, you know, JJ Watt and stuff. And they've just slipped into complete obscurity now. It's, they made they made some really bizarre trades. I mean, they traded um, DeAndre Hopkins away for David Johnson, didn't they? Which is a yeah, really... It was a really weird trade that, like everyone, it was very left field, and then obviously David Johnson was utterly dreadful. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously the the Watson debacle that they had there. I mean, it was, and then obviously JJ Watt leaving. It was just, it was one thing after another. I think in in, in the Texans, they just seemed to implode. Exactly, they did seem to, and it, and it could be that they end up being. I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking to Johnny and Craig more than you here, Sam. But they could end up being like the Buccaneers of our younger years, where they were just dreadful for ten years. Yeah. You know, just absolutely awful for ten, twelve years. It was a guaranteed two wins against the Buccaneers if you ever had the Buccaneers on your schedule. Oh, yeah, they were yeah. they were the, they were the worst team ever. I mean, then the Browns kind of took over, but you know, yeah, they could be where the Texans are heading. They, they, they'll still be there. But they're always going to be, you know, first or second in the draft pick. They're always going to be just rubbish for a long time until maybe something happens. And it's just the fact that they don't do anything with these first and second picks, you know, and they, they do it. They just never do it. And that's exactly where like, they seem to be heading. They've, they've had the first couple of, you know, early picks for the last couple of years and they've done fiddly with them. Pierce maybe being an except, you know, is Pierce going to maybe be something? But he's not going to be something there if they've not got an O line to. Make holes for them and stuff, you know. Who's who did they pick up this round this first year? I'm trying to think who they actually picked up in the first round pick. I can't, yeah, I don't even they, Didn't they take a quarterback? No, no, they, no, they, they, uh, defensive. Uh, was that a cornerback? No, no, I think, I think Sauce was the highest cornerback they went, wasn't he? Yeah, I can't even remember. Was it, was, was it, was it the it was the guy that was being touted to be picked above Aiden Hutchinson, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, the fast, fast edge rusher. The other, well, the other defensive tackles on the line. I cannot even remember who. I can't, me- can't remember the draft half the time now, especially not the first round of it. Let's have a look. I do like how uh, our uh, edge rusher that we took in the first round is looking on. Cray Walker's looking like they got, oh, they got Derek Derek Stingley. That was it. Hmm. So, oh, is, yeah. is Derek Stingley's a. Uh, oh, Cornerback, yeah, yeah. So it was a cornerback. Yeah, yeah. it was Trayvon Walker. Is who I was thinking of, but he went first pick. He went to Jacksonville. Yeah. He went to Jacksonville. He's stuck. He's stuck. There. It's interesting that Hutchinson and Walker are all starting. Yeah, because Sauce Gardner was the started. second quarter. Yeah, Sauce Gardner went number four. Mm. Yeah, Hutchinson's looking good as well. I think Hutchinson's looking really good at, in Detroit. I mean, it, it actually really does worry me how you know where Detroit are at the moment. I think they're now starting to kind of build something. You know, they they've got a decent running back room. You know, they've got 
Uh, Williams just coming back off the injury. They've got uh, St. Brown out there. The defence is looking. I know that it's awful. But, it, but it's not. Know, it's not far it's, off. It's, yeah, it's not far off from being okay, is it? It's just. You know, it's a bit porous right now. But, hmm. And if they're going to have, a, they're going to have a couple of real early picks next year as well to make it even better. You know, so it's. Uh, it's I'm starting to get the lines. And they, as you say, the the record doesn't do them a lot of justice this year. They've, they've lost games by the odd point or the three or whatever else. And as you say, their defense has, has given up some chunk plays and given up a lot of points. You know, if they had a slightly tighter, slightly better defense, they've, they've put points on the board against everybody. Yeah. So, you know, so their offense is rolling. So it's an interesting year or two for Detroit, how they're... I think this whole, that, the whole team just... I don't know what it is, but they just they love playing for Dan Campbell. I think Dan yeah. Campbell has proven, yes, they may not be the, the best team. Yes, they may not have been individually the best players, but they just seem to... And you know, we've all seen hard knocks, we've all feel the same about it, don't you? All, it's yeah. that's yeah. not hurt the soft spot, I suppose, that people have got for Detroit because they've all watched that, they've all seen that you know, he's he's a man, you know, he's the kind of coach that you'd want to go and play for, and it's showing in the team, they are out yeah. there, you know, balling out. They don't often get the luck their way, or they can't make the stop that needed, or whatever else. So, you know, but they were just on a was it a three or four game winning streak? So, yeah, they have. Yeah. It's been a couple of heartbreakers they've had as well. You know, they've really they're so close to being in the shout this year. So, a couple of early picks, and it's as you it's not looking good for you, is it? It's the the Lions always find a way to lose, you know. That's what I always say about the Lions. They, they're a good team at finding a way to lose, but you know, games that they've, they've won. But they're starting to turn that around just a little bit now, and could be them, could be all change. It could be all change in the north. Yeah. I, the Bears are looking pretty decent as well, you know, for 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 the next year, next year or two. Fields is looking good. I would say I'm the Bears looking, are looking good, but Fields is starting. Fields is looking good. I, I, I'm not convinced by a lot of the Bears players. I still think Darnell Mooney has. I mean, I know he's on IR now for the rest of the year. I still think there's. I don't know. I'm not sure about him. The the rest of their wide receiver core. I mean, Claypool's okay, but yeah. the rest is utterly useless. Byron Pringle, you know that's fixable. Yeah. And, and the Bears aren't scared to go and pick up agency players. You know, it's they're not don't necessarily have to do it in the draft. They've been known to trade in. You know, so it's fixable. But they, they have some pieces there. You know, the pieces are starting to get put in place. You know, it's the Vikings all would be the Vikings the way they are. Well, they've got Cousins and Jefferson and that there, Cook there, you know, they'll they'll be there, thereabouts all the time. They've had the flip side of the lines. They've had the luck in quite a few games, yeah. you know, where they've won games that they should have lost. So, it's uh, yeah, it's looking like it could be turning upside down and off very soon. Just, you know, the joy of the NFL, though, it happens in, in, in any league, in any division, doesn't it? You know, just throughout the Buccaneers being absolutely dreadful for years, and now they're kind of the strength in the South, although the South at the moment is <laughs> not. It's a shocking division, isn't it? But uh, it, it's just the joys of it. And, you know, I think from a, a perspective of the the way that the draft and the way that the teams, I mean, it's slightly different now with free agency and the, the fact that teams are able to, almost go out like the Rams and buy a team 
if they've got the budget and whatever else it's taken away that natural cycle of up and down and teams being bad and coming back and being okay it, it's kind of slightly gone but it's still it needs that shake up every now and again i think the the north being the next one due for a shake up i think you know the af you know where the west is now is sitting pretty with that's turned around for us in terms of the last couple of games you know overtaken seattle now just shut out the saints defense is looking like nobody's going to score against us no matter what so i think interesting couple of games for us coming up against the dolphins and the yeah, Bucks. a tough one against the dolphins i really I, it wouldn't surprise me if the dolphins won that match no I, their yeah. offense is just so high powered just, yeah. just and you know the the ins and outs of it you know i was listening to one of the podcasts and it was like mike mcdaniel doesn't need to do any scouting for this week he knows the offense he knows the defense he knows the players he's coming up against he doesn't need his analyst to go out and go mm, fred warner's pretty good it'd be like oh no you think so you know it's so you know from that side they've got that added edge because Shanahan, you know maybe doesn't know the, the dolphins players anywhere near as close as mcdaniels is going to know the opposite side that he's going up against it will be a really tough game i'm really surprised they didn't flex it to the, the, the sunday night game yeah i thought it was a shoe in for that to be honest but there you go. Defense, they, 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 so was that? Yeah. Him? Sorry. Did they the game? Did they not change the game from? Uh, I think it was going to be the Chiefs and they changed that out. I think it was going to be the Chiefs and the Broncos, and then they flexed it to the Dolph uh, to the Cowboys. I think. Oh, was it the, the Cowboys? Because yeah. yeah. the the Dolphins have got next week's game as their as the um, pick game pick. Right. Yeah, but then the Bills have got two thousand and eight games in a row because of Thanksgiving last week and they're playing again tonight. Yeah. Sounds so. a bit of an odd one. But yeah, I, I mean from my side it's 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 great because it means it's not on sky and we can actually get to watch the whole game rather than three quarters of it because inevitably yeah, it's I don't, I don't know why you can't see you can't watch the sky games, but I can watch them no bother. It's just weird. Because yeah. we're always the late game. game. It's the late yeah, game. It's always the late game. Yeah, but yeah, being out in the West Coast, that's uh, it's always a late game, isn't it? It's, uh, it's always what about Mitchell, though, Gary Mitchell, back in, back out again. Yeah, so that's back him. It's six to eight. Six to eight. Okay. Yeah. The running back curse in 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 the Bay it just Area. Breaks, it just breaks them. Yeah, I'm waiting for McCaffrey to snap in half soon. Knee irritation all week. He's been dealing with, so he's yeah. been light practice, but. He may or may not go. He may not suit up. So, I think yeah, he'll six like man up. It's, it, it will play, but it won't be. He won't be fully doing all the snaps. So Mason's going to have to step in. It's rookie Mason to step up, isn't it? That's going to be interesting. Mason, and I, I've got a feeling we'll probably um, activate Coleman off the practice squad because I don't think uh, Davis Price is quite right from his injury. So I think Coleman will get activated up again. So I mean that Jeff Wilson trade to Miami is looking pretty bitter at the moment because he's rolling in my own and most you know it, it is just like an old old boys reunion they've got Sherfield out in their the wide receiver call and Clay, Claycraft as well you know there's a number of reunions going on so it's going to be it will be a tough game I don't really think although it's at home and all that sort of stuff I, I do have a, a, an inkling that we may not beat the Dolphins I just think their high-powered offense is going to be the you know a real test for our defense it have been playing lights out but 
they might be well, able to get. What's the weather going to be like? Pouring down. Pouring down. They're going to be cold. Mm, so it's certainly going to be wet. Yeah, it might yeah. affect. It's certainly going to be wet, which may affect the ball and obviously everything else. So it could be a bit of a mud bath. It's, it's yeah, going from Miami to there might be a bit of a shock to some of the mm. systems. Yeah. Uh, Miami so, gets yeah. rain as well, though. That's the thing. It's yeah, but they get they warm just, rain, no cold rain. They get warm rain. They don't get the. They don't get the position. I'm assuming, cold I'm assuming. Was it? Was it your game or the game before where they were over? Were they? They were. Were they playing the Chargers last time? Yeah. Or, so they've, yeah, still, they, yeah. they've stayed over there, so they'll probably. Yeah. You know, over, yeah. 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 Well, but, more than. It's, like, Miami are one of these teams as well. They tend to beat the teams. That they should that they should lose to and, and they lose to the teams that they should beat. That's kind of the way Miami are. So it kind of you know it wouldn't surprise me if they come out and won this game this week. Hmm. I do just want to I, I want to raise one thing about the the Saints match because I mean what what you did against the Saints was brilliant. I mean to go six quarters now without conceding a single point is fantastic by any means. And to have four games where it's a complete shutout second half, excellent hmm. stats. But. <laughs> You got extremely lucky in the first <laughs> half with a very poor call, a oh, yeah. very very poor call, and that that tip that tipped the game for me. I absolutely destroyed the Saints, mm. and it really bothered me seeing that happen. But <laughs> I had to. Run. It was. I mean, I mean, to be honest, I, you can argue that it was a it was a very bad call, and it, yes, it, it invigorated the Niners, and we got away with it. And you know, Jimmy still hasn't officially thrown a. You know, an interception in four games now. Not like Apart from the really blatant oh, well. obvious one that he threw against the Saints, which was pulled back. But then again, you know, was there a couple of hits there that he should have got roughing the passer on? Because he did get, he did take a fair beating against the Saints. Our offensive line was was cheese. You know, there were some shots and some hits that he took, and you know, he stood in there and took them. But the the one he took to his knee, I thought, was a bit of a. A nasty one, and I'm surprised it didn't get flagged on because it, it did look like he it was almost targeting his knee, and you know he got away. He, he got back in and kept going, and you know lent on the defense. The defense, you know, likes out stopping the Saints scoring. Mm. So 13 points. You know, you feel for the you feel for the New Orleans defense because you know you think we've held a team to 13 points and still not won. You know, so it, it, obviously the offense in New Orleans is I, just. I honestly don't know what's going on there. I mean, why? I mean. Don't get me wrong, Winston is not exactly. He's not a top. He's not a, 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 a top quality white uh, Q, QB, but he's better than Andy Dalton. And I don't know what's gone on there for him to not be picked for Andy Dalton. Must have, he must have upset somebody because, as you say, he might not be elite level. He might not be top ten or whatever else. But Andy Dalton is mid to low level max right he's he's yeah but he'll, he'll throw the ball down the field can you maybe score throw six touchdowns but like seven interceptions at least it'll be entertaining yeah i mean when, when winston in, in his best year wasn't it something like 30 and 30, 30 or something yeah 30 yeah. touchdowns 30 interceptions i mean yeah it's not great stats wise but it makes for entertaining football and at oh, least yeah he likes to throw the ball down the field like you know what i mean so alabe the thing, so. thing is winston, winston has a big arm on him and alabe is a is a deep ball receiver. He's a just, good receiver. Nail it just, just, every time. Just, just play action and lob it down the field. I mean, it's yeah. it's simple football. I mean, I don't. He's one of my. He's one of my favourite rookies to watch this year. The lobby, right? Mm. Mm. So nice. I, mean, I think there's. I mean, I've I've got a couple of uh, Saints fans as friends, and I I I genuinely do think that they've they they thought that 
uh, they thought he was going to be a good head coach, and because he obviously knew the whole Peyton, he obviously was there. There, uh, there's a few head coaches that are on the block, I think, aren't they? He's got to be one of them. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to come in with a guy like you know a guy who's had the you know had the franchise in his hands and he's taken it places. You know, it's like who yeah. wants to be the next guy after Bill Belichick in New New England? You know, you yeah, just... it's, it's going to have to happen. But who and it, that shadow is going to be there. And I think the weird thing with Peyton is he's still non. He's still. He hasn't been fired. He's not left. He's just no, no. If he comes not back, coaching, he's still officially right? there. Yeah, if, if, he's if still he was, officially the head coach. It's like, if, yeah. if he was to be, if someone else wanted to pick him up next year, they would have to pay a first for him, and that's. I mean, that's good. That's power for the Saints. I mean, yeah. to be able to keep someone like Peyton unavailable to other franchises unless they want to pay big for him is it's. Is good for them. Next year, he'll be going to die. He'll be the Dallas Cowboys head coach next year. Mm. Mm. I'm pretty much convinced of that. <laughs> I'd be, I wouldn't, it'd be quite an interesting one. You imagine if Pete Carroll says, Right, this year I've had enough, and they use one of their Denver first rounders and go, All right, Sean Payton, come yeah. and come and come up northwest, yeah. and here's a, here's a reasonably decent team already. See what you can do with a you know, and not you know, nobody likes the Seahawks, nobody likes Sean Payton. So it's a match, it's an interesting match made in heaven for you. Just throw that out there. Not that I want him in the NFC West by any stretch of the imagination. So ideally, somewhere in the AFC would be great. Um, yeah, someone else Denver, Denver, Bron- let him go to the Broncos. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not that they can afford him, but <laughs> no, no, I don't think he'll go anywhere near Russell, the, the, the dumpster no. fire that is Russell Wilson right now. No, I mean, to be fair. If 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 Belichick was to go, I mean, him going to yeah, the, the Pats would be very very interesting as a move. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I did Yeah, that's it. I mean, you go <laughs> <after> that <laughs> after that comment. After that comment, you deserve to Please. hang up on that. Oh, he's like always back. But, but yeah, no, it'd be, it would be an interesting one if he went to the Patriots, right? But. Then they might actually get some coaching staff and say they're like three people that have got a clue what they're doing. I'm in Jerry Jones. I've got it in play already. He's going to be the Dallas Cowboys head coach next year. Thank you. Guaranteed. No, no, don't want him in the East. Like, bugger off. It's guaranteed TV. Wherever he goes, it's going to be guaranteed TV and it's going to be oh, yeah. guaranteed blockbuster stuff, isn't it? So, yeah, you wonder. You know, OBJ, Jerry Jones, Sean Payton in Dallas. I mean, <laughs> there's hard knocks already written near enough for you, right? You're just... It overpowers that well, his quarterback as well, and it maybe takes a bit of pressure off him because he'll not have yeah. so much of the cameras in his face all the time. Yeah, and the, the story will be somewhere else. It won't be Dak, will it? Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So how do you feel about this week then, gents, before we wrap up? I know, Sam, you probably just want the season to be done with. Um I mean, if we could get a cheeky win over the Saints, uh, over the Seahawks, that'd be quite nice. Just to, uh, there's a nice little stick up to the to the end of the season. I'd be happy with that too. Yeah. Oh, certainly, I'm more than happy if you could take to <laughs> give it to the Seahawks. Absolutely, it gives us a uh, two games ahead of them. Then, yeah. I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to next week a lot more so than that. <laughs> yeah. That's the bye week, right? The bye week. <laughs> bye week. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you, so you're feeling confident enough that you'll you'll beat the Bears, but you'd be looking not looking forward, forward to having to a that. weekend. I have picked the Packers and the pigskin pick them. Like so, I I'll, I'll put it there and leave it at that. Well, I pick I picked the Redskins. So no, you, you mean the Commanders? The you make the Washington Commanders, not the Redskins. Yeah, sorry, the Commanders. I'd rather pick the Redskins to be honest. But then, having said that, I've also picked the Raiders to beat the Chargers. Cool. So Ooh, that's, that's a bold call, that. That's a so big call, yeah. They usually have a good shootout, so... This year, that's true, actually. Well, okay, and they beat them last year, so... And the big game for the playoffs, so... Yeah, it was the, the, the win or bus game, wasn't it? Yeah. Chargers so, have been a bit disappointing, really, though, haven't they? I mean, I know they've had a lot of injuries to key players, but... They've they've been a bit disappointing. That whole AFC East, I thought, has been a bit disappointing because it was so built up to be the shootout tournament division and best division, they, best division ever. They got Herbert Carr, Wilson, and, and you're like, oh, it's and, just yeah. Cool. And then and then Mahomes has just decided that he's just going to take over as he does every yeah, year. Just, just yeah, put, yeah. Put, put this to bed. You lot, you know, this is Mahomes this is what it takes. Excuse me. Of me, all of these staff quarterbacks, no, 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 no. This is my division. There's one star yeah. quarterback in this division, and then there's three others. He's like, settle, settle down, kids. This is my division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has been a marker division. It has been a marker year for the Chiefs against a lot of his. I mean, the, the dumpster fire in Denver, I don't think anybody really saw coming, but no. unless maybe Pete Carroll. You know, the only thing you can say there is maybe Pete Carroll and the Seattle grifted the Denver Broncos brilliantly. Oh, maybe knew that Russell was on a, you know, his... Well, they had bus. the choice of Russell or Carroll and they get Carroll. So. Yeah, that's the that, rule, doesn't it? I think, I mean, Carroll's done wonders with that that team, to be yeah. fair. I, I, I think it's... A, I, I still think that it's there's more to it with the whole Wilson and Broncos thing. I don't necessarily... I don't think Wilson's washed up. I think it's... Uh, like I said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Denver... Uh, head coach goes and they find someone else to replace him and keep and you'll probably see a much different Russ and a much different Broncos next year could be I mean you have to see a different Russ right because he's not going anywhere with his 256 million guaranteed contract or whatever it was he got and you know maybe maybe it was the head coach came over from Green Bay and the expectation was Aaron was going with him and that didn't happen and then suddenly it was like oh who else can we get to you know, plug in that should do the same thing, and it wasn't obviously wasn't Russell. Well, you know, for me, with Russell Wilson, we, we, we all say it's always Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. We seem to forget the Legion of Boom. Well, and Marshawn Lynch wasn't bad either, was he? So, you know, yeah. you know, Marshawn Lynch, bad reasons why they, you know, you, you look back on it. Russell Wilson's ego made him throw that ball in the second the second Super Bowl, or they would have had two, you know? Mm-hmm. Hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch and you win a Super Bowl, but no, Russell Wilson wants to applaud it, so he's going to throw it, he throws an interception, and the game's over. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not so sure he was ever the superstar he seems to be made out to be. As I say, I think maybe, I mean, from a Niners perspective, yes, he bloody well was, unfortunately. <laughs> he, had our number, he had our number for 10 years, he really yeah. was. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I still, I think, to be honest, you know, Pete Carroll in the shout for Coach of the Year, even not just for what he's done with the team he's got, but for just being able to pull the plug and go, all right, Russell, you want to leave? We'll get, we'll fleece the Broncos because we've seen something. You know, it's, I think I can't remember who it was. It was one of the 
podcast, it might be Florio on uh, Pro Football Talk. He said, good coaches don't let good players go that still have an upside. Yeah. yeah. And you just think, Carroll knew that Russell had either peaked or has gone, or, you know, this year was one year too far. Pulled the plug, got, got an absolute barnstorming deal for him. And look what's happened, you know. He's well, looking, you know, a genius right now. As well, as well, you know what I mean? He's, he's, Gino, he's, he's played to Gino's strengths, you know what I mean? He's not forced not to do anything he doesn't. Yep. He's not, he's not said to Gino, go out and be Russell Wilson. He's just yeah, he's just. Gino. Getting them to play, she's through making the throws, and he's playing really well. That kind of coaching was born in San Francisco, wasn't it? Hey, Gary, you know, that was the Walshy Panther, wasn't it? Once, exactly. you, once, you, once I think you're past it, you're gone, you're out of here. You get rid of Joe Montana, you get rid of Jerry Rice. Big names, never, nobody was bigger than a team when it was your time. I mean, to be fair, we, well, we did it. Should be like that, though. We did it with Todd Gurley, didn't we? That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, you, yeah, you that's, think yeah, about how big he yeah. was. I mean, no, he had the injury, but how big he was. Yeah. And we got rid of him, and he was absolute trash afterwards. So, so many have done it. Look at Le'Veon Bell. Pittsburgh said, "No, I'm not having that. Away you go. You're not that good," and disappeared off the planet. Mm. No, no, no player is bigger than a team. No, big, no, no player should be bigger than a franchise. Should they, no, Craig? Well, that's a should, should they, be. Craig? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a Green Bay. Apart from the quarterback in Green Bay. Yeah. All right, gents, it's been a great laugh. I appreciate your time. This has been Variety Sports Networks. I appreciate anybody who's tuned in and watched. And we'll be back next week when we talk by weeks where we so, understand, uh, and I suppose. Chicago beat Green Bay and that's Aaron Rodgers done for the season. <laughs> the, end, the end of A-Rod. Could that be what we talk about next week? Tune in and find out.